Hello, welcome to Mended Hope, the podcast highlighting stories of hope. I'm your host, Dr. Tiana, and in this month's episode, we sit down with Erica, an entrepreneur, wife, and mother who details the practical steps she used to overcome the life disruptions related to loss. This will definitely make you rethink how you process and hold space for your grief. Make sure to check it out. So welcome to Mended Hope Podcast. We're so excited to have you here with us. Um, if you could start by introducing yourself to the audience and sharing a little bit about who you are, what you do, um, what your brand is, and, and uh, what brought you to Mended Hope. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I'm Erica Davenport. I am a purpose coach. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm an author. Um, I'm a soon-to-be podcaster. I have a lot of different titles. Um, But ultimately, I really came to be what I call a purpose coach and and just, you know, a woman who pursues purpose um, through, you know, through hardships, through trying to figure out who I was. Um, So basically, you know, um, I lost my mother. um, And during that time, I feel like I kind of lost my identity. So I went on what I call like my personal uh, spiritual retreat at home and through just a series of, you know, applying myself and, and studying myself and getting close to God in the Word, I realized that I had been um, equipped, been, God had really been equipping me and empowering me to help other women who have, you know, suffered loss in some sort of way, whether it be their identity or, you know, a loved one to really get back to themselves and to discover and pursue the purpose that he has for them. So that's how I started my brand, She Pursues Purpose. I love that. I love that that so much. So what does She Pursues Purpose do that you're most proud of? The thing that I'm proud of the most is um, really helping women to identify their strengths and their gifts and giving them a place to start. A lot of the women that I have come in contact with, you know, really get so caught up in their roles as wives and mothers and, you know, employees that they forget who they are. But at the same time, they're feeling this sense of discontentment and uncertainty and unhappiness because they're not doing anything that really serves them as an individual. So the greatest thing about, um, you know, what I do is really helping women to identify the gifts and the strengths that they were naturally born with and helping them to, you know, not only create impact in a world where they're feeling like life is, you know, more meaningful, but helping them to create income and do the things that really brings them life and energy and stuff. Love that. I love that. So here at Mindy Hope for the podcast, we um, feature stories of high impact women who have overcome significant life disruptions. And we really like to, you know, really just profile the how, mm-hmm. um, you know, to the what, <laughs> you know, we, we, we often know that we should be moving past these disruptions that we should be, um, you know, focusing on ourselves or the cliche, keeping our cups full. But I think it's important that we share the how with folks. Mm-hmm. And so um, you mentioned this a little bit earlier in talking about how you birthed your brand. Um, but maybe you can share a little bit more with the audience around 
just the life disruption of loss and how that has impacted your life Mm -hmm. uh, to this point. Yeah, well, just just giving a little bit of a of a backstory. My mom and I were really close. And at the time I was a single parent when she died. And so, you know, we were just close best friends. And then I just leaned on her a lot. And so she died um, kind of unexpectedly of a brain aneurysm in my presence, you know. And so mm-hmm. during that time, it's just like, wow, you know, I just you, you you don't expect something like that to happen. And so, you know, that's what actually brought my um, my son's father, who was my now husband and I back together. He kind of just came to support me. So mm-hmm. in the process of grieving the loss of my mother and just trying to figure out life without her, my husband and I, um, we get married, we have another child, I go back to school, I get a master's degree, but I still feel like something's missing. You know, I still feel like, you know, now I'm caught up in my roles. I'm I'm serving my husband and my children and I'm working a job, but I still felt like something was missing. I didn't know what that was. I didn't know where to start. Um, And so that's where I really got back to, I'm a big component of taking care of yourself. So before, you know, there's a business, before there's a ministry, before there's there's, you know, all of these different things. I really feel like we have to give back one with ourselves. So that was the first step Mm -hmm. that I took to really begin to overcome this loss, not only the loss of my mother and my best friend, but the loss of my identity. You know, I had to go back to the drawing board. I had to go back to my childhood. You know, it's like, what did I like to do before I had to be all of these things? And so I really had to get back to who I was as an individual, as a child of God, and not as, you know, a mom and a wife and all of these different titles. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I really just began to increase my, my, I'm a woman of faith. So I began to increase my prayer life, um, you know, elevate just, just myself on a spiritual level, really seeking God and seeking his word, and then really beginning to focus on me. That's where I began to find out like, okay, I do, there's something more to me than this, right? I am created with gifts and talents and a purpose outside of what I'm doing. And so that was my first step really to become one with God and one with myself. And then once I began to really realize like, okay, I do have something to offer. I can help other women. You know, I do have other gifts and talents. That's where I really began to invest in myself. Um, when it comes to self-development, right, and, and mm-hmm. self-awareness. So, you know, I started going to therapy. I hired a, a coach, a mentor. So really just beginning to invest in myself because at that point I began to believe in me again as an individual. Mm-hmm. So I think when it comes to overcoming, you know, first you have to start with with you and start with, you know, I'm a Christian and I believe in God, but whoever, you know, people feel is their higher purpose really begin to get one um, with that. And then you have to take practical steps like investing in things that, you know, increases your capacity emotionally, physically, spiritually. And so that's what I did from there. You know, I gained the confidence and the clarity to, to go forth in my business and to say, okay, I'm confident enough to step out here and, and serve my gifts and and do what I feel I'm called to do. But it took those, you know, it took that first. Yeah. 
I love that. I love that. Thank you for, um, you know, outlining those practical steps of how mm-hmm. you walked through that. Because I think oftentimes, even, even as women of faith, you know, there's this belief that like, if we need outside support, that yeah. it's an indication of our lack of faith or, you know, like, and, and it's like, and it's like, that is not reality. Like the reality no. is God equipped therapists and counselors and coaches and mentors, um, you know, to help us on this journey. So that's beautiful. Um, what would you say has been the greatest lesson that you've learned about overcoming loss? I think the greatest greatest lesson that I've learned is that you can overcome it, right? I mm-hmm. think sometimes we're so caught up in the pain or the trauma of the things that we endure that we feel like it's never ending. We feel like this pain and this loss and this grief, you know, doesn't end. And so I think the greatest lesson is to, you know, understand that your pain and your grief and your sorrows has an expiration date. You know, Um, we hear the saying time heals all wounds. And I believe that time while it does heal the wounds, it always leaves a scar, but God will equip us and enable us and empower us to, to move forward. And, and so, you know, when I first just started just this whole series of, of loss in my life, it just felt like it was never going to end, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I'm just miserable, but greater days are still ahead. Like, you know, we know he'll never give us more than we can handle. And sometimes we don't know what we can handle, but yeah. you know, at the end of it all, you you can definitely overcome. You you know, there's always a reason. And I think that's really what God was doing with me was giving me hope. You know, you have your, your podcast is all about hope. And I think hope is really the thing that keeps us alive. It's the what the what if, you know, what if things mm-hmm. can get better down the line? What mm-hmm. if I can overcome this? So just keeping that mindset and keeping your hope will really keep you alive, you know, spiritually and and emotionally, it it really helps you move forward. So that would be the greatest thing that you can overcome it. Like where you are, isn't where you have to stay. This too shall pass. Yeah. 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 That's so true. So it's not so much about, like you said, like, it's not so much about time that heals wounds. It's what you do with the time. Absolutely. You know, that heals the wounds. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. so good. Okay. So on that same kind of thought, then what has experiencing loss taught you about God? It taught me a lot about God. And I'm going to be honest, when I lost my mom, um, that was like the first, one of the first, well, that was the closest loss that I had. And I was, I was a little bit upset with that. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, like she's a good mom. And why does it have to happen to me? But what God has shown me um, through my loss was how faithful and how patient and how understanding he is. You know, mm-hmm. um, I've learned more about his character. I've learned more about myself. And, and you know, sometimes we experience things that we think has the ability to take us out. But I I also was able to recognize my strength through my loss, right? As much as I love my mom and as much as I wish my mom was here, 
I have who I need to continue to move forward in life, right? I have what I need to continue to um, move forward in life. So, you know, I was just really able to pull from another source of strength and tap into a, a stronger, more independent part of me through mm. the loss as well. So I think he kind of revealed it twofold, his his character and being there and being a very present help and and not punishing me for having an attitude with him, you know, but <laughs> on the same note, he showed me, he showed me me and like, daughter, you can, you can do this. You can move forward. You can get over this loss. You can still live a good life and, and you have the power to do it. You can sit here and cry. You can sit here and be mad at me. You can sit here and feel sorry about yourself for the rest of your life, or you can get up and you can move and you can pursue. And so that's that's what I chose to do. Love it. That's a powerful choice that mm-hmm. I don't think we always recognize that we have. Yeah. Yeah. That's so yeah. good. Okay. What would you say to another high impact woman who may be struggling with a devastating loss? Um, I would say, first of all, give yourself the ability to grieve the loss. Sometimes as women, as strong women, as high capacity women, we have so much to do that we don't give ourselves time to feel, right? We don't give ourselves time to sit down and process and acknowledge we're so busy wiping off our tears so we can, you know, do this, take care of the family, work the job, run the business. But it's like, sometimes if you don't sit down on purpose and process and grieve and just allow yourself the space to go through it, God will sit you down, right? <laughs> you'll you'll be forced to sit down, and and I much rather invite and welcome, you know, the process <laughs> than to be forced. And so that's one thing I would say. Like if you're struggling, allow yourself to. Feel, you have every right to feel how you feel. If it's anger, if it's pain, if it's grief, if it's disappointment, don't feel bad for your feelings. Like your feelings are valid you know that doesn't mean you know whatever the the situation that may have caused it but your feelings are valid and sometimes we're just challenged so much in the world to to not feel or don't cry or don't feel bad or don't know feel my therapist always told me like healing isn't feeling it's not until you acknowledge you know the pain it's not until you welcome it it's not even until you embrace it that you actually begin to heal you know and so if you're struggling, first of all, allow yourself to to feel, you know, allow yourself to be angry. But then my second piece of advice is don't stay there too long, you know, because sometimes um, we can get stuck in our anger and stuck in, in stuck in these places that can lead to, you know, unforgiveness and complacency and all the things that's really going to block you from getting to the place that God wants you to be. So it's like it's a you know, you you allow yourself to go through the process, but you make up in your mind, I'm not going to stay here, right? You make up your yeah. mind that you're going to pick up your mat and walk one day too. Like you're not just going to sit in your sorrows and just allow time to go by because then the enemy win, right? Like if you're just sitting and, and woe is me and why did this have to happen to me? and You're not moving. Then you're not giving God glory. You're not serving your gifts. There's still somebody out there who needs what you have. And oftentimes, most times, the things that God allows us to go through 
has nothing to really do about us, but it's to really be able to help somebody else, right? Like this is a part of your story and your story is what's going to pull other people out. I know that if there's, if since I was able to overcome losing a mom and still start a business and still do all these things, there's another woman that I can say it's possible, right? Your story and the things you go through is not even about you, but it's to help and, and to influence the people connected to you. So if you sitting in your sorrow, you know, you're delaying not only your destiny, but the destiny of the people that God has connected to you. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that, I mean, I mean, there's so much packed into that. Like yeah. there, there's, I mean, so much truth. So much of that resonates with me. Um, it's like, there's there's significant value of like looking outside of ourselves when disruption comes you know because we stay zoned in on our hurt our pain our grief our loss we can't see how God is using it and working it for our good and can't help set others free you know when we're so um, self-absorbed you know by Mm -hmm. what, what we're going through so that is so beautiful what would you say, in light of all of that, what would you say gives you hope? Um, being the woman of faith that I am is my faith in God. You know, like I'm a person who really believes the word and I really walk the walk. And if it wasn't for, you know, the promises of his word, if it wasn't for, you know, him telling me that even though you lost your mom and even though you had some hardships, it's all working together for your good. Without his word, I wouldn't have hope, right? Like, because I can look at my current circumstance, but I can weigh it up against what he's promised me, that it's working together for my good, that this too shall pass, that his thoughts for me are good, right? And Mm -hmm. so it's like, okay, I'm choosing to hold on to what he's told me because the God I believe in, you know, his his word can't return into him void. So if he says, this is going to work for my good, I ain't seen it yet, <laughs> but I'm going to trust him and I'm going to wait for it, right? Like that's what yeah. brings me hope. Yeah, waiting with expectancy. Yeah. Absolutely. That's so good. That's so yeah. good. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for uh, being here with us and sharing your heart with us. Uh, what is the best way for our audience to connect with you? Yes, so you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at She Pursues Purpose. I'm also on, um, or my website is www.shepursuespurpose.com. I offer a lot of great inspiration and education for, you know, women who wants to take their gifts and their story and, and all of these things and put it together and serve the world through entrepreneurship. So you can find me at She Pursues Purpose across those social media platforms. And you can also um, visit my website to see all the different things I have to offer. Awesome. Very cool. Well, thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning in to this month's episode. If you found this month's content valuable, kindly share, rate, review, and subscribe to be kept in the loop on our next month's episode. You can also keep up with us in between on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Have a wonderful rest of the week and may these stories continue to be a reminder of what is possible. God is with you. He is for you.